Hey kings and queens and in-between sinner saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another applause-worthy episode of Yes, Jesus! It's me, Danny Franzese, here with... Azariah Southworth. That's right, and you're going to want to stick around for this one, because this episode is the biblical art of the clapback. That's right, you have something to say to Jesus, Jesus has something to say right back. Because here at Yes, Jesus, we believe... That you better have a clapback in your back pocket at all times. That's right. The it's cla- biblical. <laughs> the clap isn't good, but a clapback could be so, so satisfying. Don't come for me unless I call for you, Azariah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get right into gay Christian news. <laughs> gay Christian news. This one comes from The Advocate and is relevant to our episode theme today. There is a viral TikTok video of a woman using religion to harass a couple of queer teenagers. If you want to watch the video, you can do it on TikTok at Kalesh, K-A-L-E-S-S-H. It started when a woman, an adult stranger, approached two teens at a restaurant where they were eating. The woman is seen on the video asking, you go to church anywhere? As well as, do you guys know how to get to heaven? The two teens remind her that they don't know her, but she keeps going. You guys aren't like girlfriends, are you? I just want to let you know because they don't teach you young kids about God anymore. And it's just not the right way to live, she adds. But the truth's got to be out there, she said. The two teens keep it together during the whole confrontation, reminding the woman that she is a stranger, doesn't know them, and none of this is her business. The woman responded that God told her to come over and talk to them. Finally, she walks away saying, God bless, Jesus saves. Man, that video was terrifying. Like, just the energy in that woman was not, Mm -hmm. was unsettling, I felt like. And I was surprised how together they kept it because I would have clapped back. You know, if, Mm -hmm. if you're a strange a stranger adult and you see some queer kids like maybe harassing them in a restaurant isn't going to be the best way to reach them it's not even good evangelism it just creeps out people do not try this just don't yeah no if you if you want to try to show the love of god and the pathway to salvation buy their lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe um, no be kind something. be loving don't be nosy Ugh. get out of here stranger I, 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 I wish she had dared talk to me. Like, I want someone to come up and talk to me. Like, please. Um, You know, have you ever had anyone do that to you, Azzy? Like, come up and be like, are you gay? Like, should you not be gay? Like, in a... Of course, I've had had that happen to me. I'm not talking Um, about within church. We know our stories, but I'm talking about outside in the wild. Yeah, yeah, of course I have. But I mean, I've more than I've had it done to me. I've, back in my Christian days, I was the one doing it to others. But... Um, you know, trying to evangelize in that same way. So I, I can speak from experience, stranger lady. God's not the one talking to you. It's just your prejudice. It's your unconscious bias that's talking to you, you know? Um, I did so stuff like that yourself. from experience too. I did stuff like that too. And I always felt a little bit like, oh, if I do another notch of this, it like takes away something else bad that I'm doing. It's always really about the person mm-hmm. themselves. It's not like she's like feeling, well, I better save these poor girls. She feels like I'm going to stick my face in there and do some good right now and that'll alleviate my bad like yeah it didn't feel like you said if she was it didn't feel like a loving embrace it felt like a judgy moment yeah very much so 
Let the queer kids eat. Let the queer kids eat. <laughs> Let them eat in peace. <laughs> um, now we're at the praise report prayer request time of our show. This is where if you have something extra to thank God for, ask with us and we will thank God for you. And um, if you have something to uh, pray for, we will add it to our prayer list. This is our prayer request today. It comes to us from Amy. I would like prayer for churches to create safe space and be genuine with LGBTQ plus folks. Prayer for healing for folks who are survivors of bullying or abuse. Prayers for families of young people as they move through normal developmental stages of independence, but have additional burden of mental and health and attachment issues that create barriers to accepting the guidance of adults who love and care for them. Amy, that that's a caring mm. person that cares about our youth yeah. right now, Amy. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Those are the kind of prayers. Be friends that, with Amy. Yeah, those are the kind of prayers that our LGBTQ youth need. And Azariah, you want to set up our praise report? Our praise report comes from Micah Meyer. We're using his full name since he has also sent us a news clip about this. So Micah just completed a run across the state of Mississippi to bring attention to LGBTQ rights. Hey there, Yes Jesus crew. It's your favorite pastor's kid from Minneapolis calling, Micah Meyer, reporting with praise for not getting murdered on my 28-day run across Mississippi this past February. My crew and I made it all 170 miles, even defying the state's largest tourist attraction running us off their property, the multiple dogs chasing us down every road, and Elsa made an appearance, sending us a -a once-in-a-lifetime blizzard for me to run across the Deep South. That being said, a prayer request for all the people who live in Mississippi and around the world who live in cultures where they don't feel free to be themselves. We encountered so many folk down there who aren't able to come out for fear of losing their job or their family and really exist in a culture that doesn't allow them to feel fully, authentically themselves. So prayers for everyone around the world who doesn't feel that way, that they may feel the peace and comfort of getting to live fully as God made them. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Micah began his run on February 1st at the Alabama-Mississippi border and ran to Hughes, Arkansas. He stopped frequently to have conversations along the way with people who did and did not identify as LGBTQ. He would wear outfits that prompted conversation, such as a unicorn costume, a rainbow tutu, and dressing like Elvis Presley. (laughs) So he had some good conversations and some troubling conversations. And 28 days later, Meyer completed his run at the Horseshoe Casino in Tunica, Mississippi. When they called him before he arrived, he thought they were canceling. Instead, they were letting him know how excited the staff at the casino was that he was coming and the LGBTQ plus staff and allies were going to come out and cheer. So his run is needed. And Mississippi just signed one of the anti-transgender laws that is banning trans students in sports. So him being that presence and raising the awareness, having the conversations is more of what we need from our, our community members. So Micah, we give you praise, props, all of it. And thank you for doing that work. Yeah, what a clever and fun way to evoke conversation. And, you know, sometimes... I love when people run or walk or do something that like it's one of those things when you hear that there's like a, you know, the AIDS walk, even when you you, you feel so frustrated by something that is wrong, like you don't know what mm-hmm. to do. So like the the action of just walking for it and, and raising awareness or raising money is, is something that it's like anyone could do, you know, like and I think that that is um, 
it's almost like I think of the moment, like they say that the reason that there's musical theater is that the emotion is so high that the characters don't know where to go besides sing. And this is like mm. when your activism is so high, you just have to act on it. Like, and, yeah. and I think that you're, 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 you're vibrating at such a high frequency, Micah, and we give praise to you. This is such an awesome thing. And Mississippi definitely is one of the places that we pray for the hardest that needs this kind of activism the most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another example that came to mind is, or if you're Holy Ghost filled and you just don't have the English words anymore, you just start speaking in tongues. Yeah. I think that whatever it takes, <laughs> um, we're going to take whatever a little break takes. and um, we're going to come back with the scripture of the day. Guess what, Azzy? Are you excited? I'm excited. Our freaking deacon, Ross Murray, has written a book. Yeah, and this book needs to be on the desk of every minister. Every minister needs this book. Whether you like it or not, LGBTQ people will always be in the church. And our ministers need to be equipped with how to show up for us. Pre-order the book, Made Known Loved, Developing the LGBTQ Inclusive Youth Ministry, with your favorite bookstore or online store today. Visit madeknownlove.org to learn more. And now it's time for the Scripture of the Day. Scripture of the Day. Oh, oh, oh. Scripture of the Day. Oh, oh. It's soul food. Grab yourself a big cup of soul food here at the Scripture of the Day. And it comes from Proverbs. What is it? As he feed us. Proverbs 122. Choo, choo, choo. Here it comes. How long, oh, simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? Oh, like that. Illy girl. <laughs> How long, oh simple ones, will you love being simple? I'm going to use that. That's that's a shirt available now on our merch store. <laughs> how, let me, it isn't, but if you write us, we'll make it. Yeah, I look. How how long, Azzy? Oh yes, how long must must we suffer some fools? There's some damn fools out there. Oh my goodness! Sometimes you just need to shut the foolishness down. And. You know what can shut down a fool? A good old clapback. I was um, uh, at, in Houston doing stand-up for New Year's Eve, okay? So mm-hmm. I've been trying to get in this club in Houston for like a long time because my okay. my stepbrother lives in Houston. And I was like, ooh, how fun. I'll go there, see my family, whatever. And um, this club owner just wasn't letting me in. He was like, I don't know. I don't think my... Uh, clientele is going to get him blah 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 and we sent clips Mm -hmm. and clips and clips and all i wanted was just like one night in houston right instead one night in houston one night in lights in houston instead they give me six shows on a weekend for new year's eve because someone backed out they gave me like the biggest slot of the year and i was like uh like imagine having to prove yourself on the biggest time of the year you know so i was just like okay i'll do it and because how could i say no and i i did it and you know i don't really get a lot of hecklers because people know that they're coming to see like you know gay christian italian danny it's like my fans know who i am do you know but uh i think that this guy in the audience won tickets on a radio station and wasn't really didn't know what he was really in for. I mean, you know, um, not that my comedy is anything. I mean, I think I say the F word once in my show, but like, mm-hmm. it, it's just more like, um, he didn't know that I was, you know, gay Christian <laughs> Italian Danny. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, I was doing my stand up, and he just screamed out from the audience, like you suck dick, like just really loud and made me nervous. Wow. 
And the best clapback I had was, you and me both, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then as security was carrying him out, I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for my publicist. You know, like, and, you know, there's a lot of hecklers out there. Sometimes you just got to, you know, let them know what's up. Yeah, yeah. And we do it well here at Yas Jesus. So <laughs> today we are going to talk about the art of the clapback. And it is a biblical art, honey, perfected by many verses of biblical insults. Mm-hmm. So who's the best at clapbacks? Drag queens are great at clapbacks. You know, Bianca Devrio's, not today, Satan, not today. Maha, April, carry on. You are shadier than a palm tree. Fifi O'Hara, go back to Party City where you belong. <laughs> Tatiana, I pity you for that face you have. And of course, the Queen RuPaul herself, Azariah Southworth. <laughs> Why, you are very worthy. Your performance went south. It's now time for you to sashay you away. Are- you are not worth the crown. <laughs> but, you know, a good clapback comes from other areas as too. Yes. Yeah, so Southerners have great clapbacks such as bless your heart. Oh, I remember living in Nashville and I heard that plenty of times working in a restaurant. Bless your heart. You're out of sweet tea. Uh, when I told my husband to take out the trash, I sure as hell didn't mean you. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> My mom, uh, whenever I would have to go apologize to her as a kid, just I think her way of trying to lighten the mood, it, she would always say, well, you better be sorry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clapbacks could even be political. We've heard a few of them. Uh, President Biden. Will you just shut up, man? Yeah, my one of my favorites, Vice President Harris. I'm speaking, sir. I'm speaking, or Maxine Waters, Representative Maxine Waters, reclaiming my time. Yes, reclaiming, reclaiming my time. My time gave me life. It still does. Um, you know, of <laughs> course, and of course, clapbacks are biblical. Like, what? You thought that Bible people just sat around reciting Psalms? No, mm-hmm. the insults flew. There mm-hmm. are a ton of biblical insults and clapbacks, but we don't often see them. And there's two reasons for two reasons for this. First. We're really uptight when it comes to the Bible. We think that, Mm -hmm. well, maybe not us, but most people are. We think everyone suffers quietly or speaks in King James English. No, these people fought and swore at each other. Mm -hmm. And second, the insults usually have cultural references that we don't get. They are talking about culture, values, and events that we are not seeing. Okay, let's get it started. Okay, so one of them is calling someone a dog. So, in Bible times, dogs were strays, filthy scavengers, and they ate the flesh of recently deceased, unpleasant people. So, having your flesh eaten by the dogs was supposed to be a huge insult. It means you weren't buried properly, but just left out to be scavenged. So calling someone a dog is worse than calling them ugly because it because yeah. it, it means they're mangy, death-eaten creatures. Yeah, First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse forty-three. This comes from the story of David and Goliath. The Philistine said to David, "Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks?" And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Goliath is unimpressed when he sees that his challenger is just some shepherd kid. On sighting David, who was a scrawny, ruddy boy, as we establish in our Dave, David and Jonathan episode, he shouts out, 
Am I a dog that you come against me with sticks? After some cursing, the Philistine invites Dave, David to do his worst. Come here and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the sky. And then David killed him. And Jonathan stripped in front of him, but that's another story. <laughs> I want to visit that story. I love that story. I still go back. And... All right, keep going. Matthew chapter 15, verse 26 tells the story of Jesus and the Syrophoenician woman. Jesus had been doing his ministry only with Jewish people. When this foreign woman asked him to heal her daughter, Jesus ignores her. But she keeps following and shouting at him. The disciples are like, tell her to go away and leave us in peace. Jesus turns to the woman and says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That doesn't work. And she keeps bugging him. So Jesus decides to send her away with an insult. It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dog. Oh, snap. JC just mm. called her a mangy, mangy dog. But she answered back. Yes, Lord, she says. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Yes. And her clapback impressed Jesus so much. He's like, queen, your faith is great. Let it be done. Come have mimosas with us. <laughs> even though Jesus lost the clapback standoff with the woman, usually his insults landed pretty well. He loved to insult religious leaders of his day. Yeah, one time Jesus was eating at the home of Matthew, who was a tax collector and the author of the book of Matthew. The Pharisees did not like it at all, and the Pharisees took a great deal of pride in their pure and holy lifestyle. They observed all the sacrifices and religious requirements. They knew the Bible through and through, and they got pretty arrogant about it. At the time, it was just the Torah. So, they knew the Torah through and through, right? So, when they saw Jesus dining with Matthew, a tax collector, they pulled his disciples aside to ask, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? They didn't even confront Jesus directly. They just went for his followers, those sneaky bitches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, they're sneaky shady. Uh, but Jesus overhears them and calls them out publicly. Those who are well don't need a doctor, but the sick do. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I didn't come to call the righteous, but the sinners. Go and learn what this means. Can you imagine telling the biggest self-proclaimed biblical literalist that they don't understand a scripture at all? That's what, Je <laughs> right. that's what Jesus did. I, that's, that's important to understand that part to really understand how much of a read this is because they were the scripture experts, you know? And so for Jesus to say, go and learn what this means, okay? Uh, <laughs> so I, it's, it's hysterical. Jesus explained scripture to the people who usually explained scripture to others. Burn. Okay. <laughs> Let's do a quick round of Jesus' insults, mostly against the Pharisees. Mostly against the Pharisees. These all come from one speech in Matthew 23. Jesus is warning his disciples about the Pharisees, but it sort of turned into a rant. Yeah. In first verse 15, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cross sea and land to make a single convert, and you make the new covenant twice as much a child of hell as yourselves. Oh, there he uses the word hypocrite again. 
uh, the very Greek word. Um, <clears throat> verse 24, you blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. Verse 25, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup of the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Oh yeah, verse 27, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside look beautiful, but inside they're full of bones of the dead and all kinds of filth. You snakes, you brood of vipers. How can you escape being sentenced to hell? I do love brood of vipers. I might save that. Mm -hmm. That's fun. <laughs> Jesus telling them, how can you escape being sentenced from hell to hell? He's telling them, it's warning, tell them, Jesus. <laughs> Even Jesus's disciples had a good clap back. When Jesus was calling disciples, he called Philip and Philip urged his friend Nathaniel to follow Jesus. So in John chapter 1, verse 45 through 46, Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathaniel said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Oh, dang. Oh, Nathaniel knows that place where nothing good came from. <laughs> where is that for us? Jersey, Florida. How dare you, Ross? And Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Michelle Visage came out of Jersey, so so we'll forgive Jersey. And, and you came out of Florida, so we'll forgive Florida. Paul is also pretty good at clapping back to his readers and followers. He makes sure to put them in their place. So take a look at what he says in Galatians. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2 through 3. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of, of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. Translation, take care of each other. You might think that you're all that and a bag of chips, but you ain't. Mm -mm, nope, not at all. Even when Paul was on trial, he had a clap back. He was in front of the council, and the high priest thought he had committed blasphemy. So you got to remember, in these biblical times, the, the religious institutions had a lot of persuasion in what happened in the public square as well. So he was being tried um, because of speaking blasphemy according to um, these high priests. So, the high priest ordered Paul to be struck on the mouth, and Paul claps back beautifully in Acts 23, 1 through 3. While Paul was looking intently at the council, he said, Brothers, up to this day, I have lived my life with a clear conscience before God. Then the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near him to strike him on the mouth. At this, Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting there to judge me according to the law? And yet in violation of the law, you order me to be struck? Huh. So you just got to know a whitewashed wall is paint covering a lot of dirt. So he was basically saying, you filthy Come rag. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a good clap back to shut the fools down. <laughs> We've probably all got our own. Um, you guys, 
our uh, Tide Love Offering Charity Act of Good <laughs> is to tell us your favorite clapback. We want to hear how you shut down the fools. You can send it to us at Pod, or even better, leave it as a voice recording on YashJesusPod.com. Uh, let us pray. Lord, we'd like to pray for that lady confronting queer teenagers in restaurants. Just help her stop it. Just know. Just stop it. And when the quote-unquote Karens like her come out to the table to those queer kids, please give them the perfect biblical clapback to shut that foolishness down. Uh, Lord, we'd like to lift up Micah's run across Mississippi. Let us use him in conversations to open up some hearts and minds and maybe inspire other people to do similar uh, journeys. Uh, what an incredible thing. Yeah, and we pray for the churches that are creating safe spaces and allowing um, those LGBTQ folks to um, live their lives genuinely and authentically. And we're praying for more churches to create those safe spaces um, so we can live our lives as authentically as God calls us to. Um, and we pray for healing for uh, those who are surviving um, bullying or, or abuse currently, um, but we also lift up those who have survived it and are walking that path to um, wellness again. Um, so we, we send encouragement their way. Um, and we pray for the families of young people as they move through normal developmental stages of independence, but have the additional burden of mental health and attachment issues, um, and which we know, I know, creates barriers to accepting the guidance of adults who love and care for them. So um, we pray for us that you you help us in this journey and we help each other. Amen. Thank you, Azzy. And thank Amen. you all for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Hey, you can leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website. It's YashJesusPod.com. Go figure. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording where... At yasjesuspod.com. <laughs> yes, we have things you want us we want you to send us, like praise reports and prayer requests and episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a shut it down, fool. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauly. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. Keep praising the Lord, y'all fools. Yeah, or else. <laughs>